Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Neil and Kristen Vision Psychic Hour. Um, we have several people in the queue, so we got to get started right away. We're going to get to your calls in just a moment, but first we want to let you know how to get in touch with us, the other people that have not called in. 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Please press 1 if you would like to speak with us. And our listeners and callers may join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our blog profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic, where you may also follow us. Um, and that's it, I guess. Anything you want to say, Neil, before we start? Know, Sydney Portier died. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, he's, what, 94 years old? 94. But a lot of um, celebrities in the recent uh, in the recent days have passed. Betty White and Peter, what is his name? Bogdanovich? Yeah. The director yesterday. Lots of Lots of famous people crossing over. Okay, 803. Hey, how you doing? Fine, thanks. How are you? I'm pretty good, I guess. Let me tell you what's going on. Okay, um, your name uh, again? What's your name? Pardon me? Your name again? What? Oh, Chris. Chris. Okay, and you give us your birth date, Chris. 12-24-76. Okay, you just had a birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I just got a car, so I acquired a car. Oh, it's okay. Broken. It's well, broken. It's running hot. So, I want to so know, like, is everything going to work out with the car and what's going on with my money, I guess? Um. Well... Acquired a car, so you inherited it. Did you? I mean, you. Oh, the neighbor gave me his old car. I'm sorry. It's you. It's really having a problem hearing you. It's muffled. Okay, let me let me cut the speaker off. That's probably better. All right. Okay, can you hear me better now? That's better. Okay. Yeah, I just been. It's been real hard the past few years without a car and my neighbor sees me walking and his car went out so he bought another car and he gave me that car but it's running hot i fixed the the thermostat in it and it's still running hot it's a other than that running hot thing i like the car it's a little honda accord good on gas i paid all the insurance and the tax and tags and all that but it's running hot and I really need a car 
and I need to know is it going to get fixed and how's my money looking for 2022? So, so number one, have you had it checked out by a mechanic? Um, yeah, I had two guys come. One guy came and said it was the thermostat, and then I had another guy come and put the thermostat on, but it's still running hot. And what I about can't the radiator? Go anywhere. Did they check the radiator? Mm-hmm. Have you checked the radiator? I mean, I it seems haven't. like that's like I mean, kind of an obvious. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's going to be fit. How much? So, how old is the car, and how many miles does it have? It has one hundred ninety-six thousand miles on it. It's a two thousand two. Thousand two. I mean, it's a lot of miles, but Honda Accords. I think it's a good. It's a good car. Yeah, right. It's, uh, it's pretty good. It, I mean, it's got good power. I mean, I like it. You know, it's just running hot, and I don't have any money to fix it. Yeah, and you you just drive around town. You don't go on any on any long journeys, do you? Right, I have to go to Columbia to do some poetry, but that's like 35 miles each way. Yeah. I, I could probably do that. I just need well, a fix so I can drive my mama to the doctor's appointments okay. and to the grocery store. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's going to be a lot cheaper to fix the car. You're not in a position to buy a new car or a used car, are you? I'm not. No. no. Okay, so I, I believe it's the radiator, too. So I would okay. just have... I would have it checked out. It might be two, three hundred bucks, maybe. I mean, the, okay. the thing with the radiator is you can. I mean, oh, I'm not anywhere near being a mechanic or having a lot of mechanical knowledge. But I knew, know you can use stop leak to temporarily patch a bad radiator. But if the radiator is going out or leaking, then your car can run hot. So right. I I I'm surprised that they didn't check the radiator. I mean, their mechanic would be like the first thing to check if your car's running hot. So I would go that route. Um, right. So you see that working out? I mean, you see the car well, working out, and getting fixed. Well, we, and... think we we believe. I mean, in interpreting in our crude way what the problem may be and getting a vibration from that interpretation, it feels pretty good. It feels like it's that's going to solve it. You might run into a two, three hundred dollar bill, but that's better than buying a whole new car or a used car. Right. So it sounds right. like you can handle that. So I would, I wouldn't uh, hesitate. I'll just take it in, have them diagnose it instead of somebody walking by that you know that may be a kind of a semi knowledgeable uh, technician. It sounds like somebody just came by your house to look at it that you knew. Uh, I have a question right. though, real quick. Anybody? Did your? Do you have pierced ears? Your mother have pierced ears, pierced earrings. Um, I don't have pierced ears. But your mom? No. Does she? Does she? I believe so. Yeah, she has pierced ears. Does she? Does she have any like diamond earrings or diamond-like earrings? You know, I mean, maybe not actual diamonds, but a stone that looks like a diamond, fake diamond earrings. Um, maybe. I'm, I'm just okay. I, I mean, you don't know, so I'm just that's uh, for oh, some reason I'm getting that twelve twenty four seventy six. He's how you just, how old are you now, Chris? I'm forty five. I just turned forty five. Yeah, forty five years old. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. You can find that out for us and call in another show. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's going to be okay, but have a 
I don't know what your reluctance is to take it into a shop. Because he doesn't have a lot of money. He's on disability. Right. Well, you can get a free, you know, get a free, di- get a free diagnosis from a, you know, licensed on, mechanic. From a licensed mechanic. Like a shop. Somebody who knows. So I said, man, I have a radiator shop around the corner. I was going to take it to. I yeah, can't pay him right there. Okay, so I'll well, go do that then. Yeah, but I mean, at least get a diagnosis. That. Maybe they can give you a payment plan. Just try that route first. Um, you know, right. and then get back to us. Let us know how it goes. Do but you we have, think it should be okay. Do you have any credit, like a credit card that you can put it on? Because you do have disability money that comes in every month for you, right? Right. I get a little bit. I get like eight something every month. Right. But I mean, That's a radiator is super guys. expensive. So it may be something right. you might be able to put on a credit card. Do you have a credit card? I mean, not saying get into I debt. Don't. I, I don't. Um, you know, it's Real possible. I don't know. You have bad credit? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, well. Student loans. Take it to the shop. Yeah, take it to the shop. Take it to the shop. We think it might be get okay. Then us. get back to us and let us know how it goes, Chris. Okay, I will. Thanks for letting I know about the earrings. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. All right, we have a long lineup here today. Goodness. In there, everybody. We'll try to yeah, get to you. Yeah, we're going to get to you. So... Yeah, I mean, we don't need to rush necessarily. One, two, three, five people waiting. So we're going to get to all of you. We've got about, we everybody gets about 10 minutes apiece because we've got about 50 minutes left in the show. Okay. So we have 604 on the air. You guys, thank you so, so much. Happy New Year and all that stuff. It's Charlene, and I'm calling from um, Vancouver, British Columbia. Hi, Charlene. Charlene, how, how do you spell it? With an S or a C? Sorry, say that again? The spelling of your name. What's your spelling of your name? S-H-A-R-L-E-N-E. Okay, yeah, I asked that S or a C, so I wasn't sure. Okay. And you're calling from B.C., British Columbia. Okay, and your birth date? August 31st, 62. Okay, so, so okay, Charlene, what is your question today? Oh, I see the five. I want to ask actually about my son more. So my son is Zachary, Z-A-C-H-A-R-A-I. Say, I'm sorry, spell again? Z-A-C-H-A-R-A-I. Uh-huh. And exactly. He, that's correct. June 22nd, 1995. Okay, so he has the five. I was getting the five. 1995. I put, I'm hearing 1995, and I wrote 1955. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not born in 1955. He's a yeah, you guys have a nice, actually, energy together. Three, you're a three, and he's a seven. They're both sacred numbers. Um, you know, in asking about your son, does your mother have any play in this scenario? Um, not, not really, not really. I mean, she can trigger him, but no, not really. She doesn't live that close. Well, uh, well she, obviously, she, she triggers him. Because when you were saying I have two questions or two people or whatever, 
I was getting something about a mother. Now, maybe um, you being the mother of Zachariah, but it could also involve your own mother if you've had issues with your mother. Are your parents divorced or anything like that? No, but my mom was trying to call in while I was talking to you, and I'm trying to get through this. Oh, <laughs> that's why I'm I woke up, up early because that, that could be why. It's just, uh, okay, that's why. I was in here, but that's it. Yeah, that's uh, why. Okay, so that's why. So let's get to the um, So let's get to the question. Sure. Um, I'm I'm just concerned about Zachary. Um, without putting too much information on the air, but I, I don't have the money. We've, we've yeah. done a pro and you guys are so good. Thank you. Um, just checking in on how he's doing towards oh, the journey. Oh, we talked to you off the air. We talked to you off the air. That's right. Yeah. And I, remem- I remember. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm trying to gather the details. Okay, just checking so, in on how he's doing. I see him moving forward, but the sobriety yeah. thing really concerns well, me. He's come into money and things. Mm-hmm. There, yes, I remember. Okay, now the details are coming back. So he had an accident or something. It was an accident. That's right. That's yeah, right. okay. Was, yeah. 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 Now, life altering and all that. Yes, sorry, Neil. At this point, are there any therapists or any drug uh, medications involved? Uh, only um, illicit drugs no. or illegal ones, but no medication, no. But he's a marijuana smoker. Marijuana. That's what I was that's what I was. Uh, yeah. There's there's some marijuana stuff going on. And others. And, there's a lot no of marijuana. Going on. Um, yeah. There there are um, more chemical based drugs that there's usage of. I would. It's a little bit more than casual. It's not a massive problem, but because of his brain injury, it's you know it's incredible. Well, it's always concerning. But I, I'm just praying that he he doesn't do further damage to himself. And that ideally he stops soon and gets resumed. When we'd spoken, you saw in around by the time he was 28 that he should be resu- resuming more to himself. So I guess I'm just checking in on how that himself, meaning when when he was born, the pureness. And, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, when the 28 comes in by the six and the 22, which adds up to 28. 28 is yeah. seven is four times his master number, and we still hold to that theory that he'll be okay by then. Um, you, so I think he's going to be basically okay. He will have some sort of spiritual connection that changes his life. Something's going to happen in terms of his spiritual attitude. Um, I don't know. Something might impact him. Something like that might might go on. Does he uh, basically is he homebound? Does he live with you? Uh, no, he's he's recently moved out. I, I wouldn't surprise me if he moved back in with me. But he's he's physically very capable. He's his limitations are minimal. He's he's somebody who's never had anything happen. He's he's better off than than many of them. Just he's he's quite extraordinary in a lot of ways. But um, yeah. I'm not too. I'm you know we still hold to to premise things are going to get better. I mean there. He's born on the 22nd. That's a negative energy. That's yeah, where the problem is. You know, is. also, but he's currently 26 years old. So going backwards in his birthday, yeah. he's got to, he's got two that years ago. six. Yeah, but he's 26 years old. I he's know. born six, 22. So, so there's, a two there's six something there. something going saying, on right now. And you know, he did do he moved out. He was living with you previously, right? So I mean, no. yeah. the details yeah, are slowly coming back to me. So he did move in the past year since we spoke. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. So yeah, that signifies a change. The fact that the 26 is appearing. There's yeah. So the move. You know, we're still sticking to the report that we gave you previously. It, it, it still seems to be in in the attitude of of moving forward in that regard. Um, it, you know, unless you have something immediate to tell us that was dramatic coming from him. Uh, We'll stick to the premise we've got. You know, the, the only other thing, I mean, you guys together, I was getting a five when you called. Um, he has a significant five in his birthday. But what's interesting is that you two um, are born eight, in the eighth month and the sixth month, which is a 14-5. And then your second number is also come to a five. So communication, the communication with him has been an ongoing problem between the two of you. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I have a problem, you know, trying to not impose with hovering too much because I, f- I feel like I can cripple him with being too aware and um, not, not letting him fall on his, his on his own and just letting him figure out how to get up. Right? Is, right. I don't know if that's translating properly. But. Yeah, that translates. I mean, it's. I mean, that's. A, so you have to you have to tread carefully in terms of how you deal with him because you don't I want do. to. You don't want to be like the uh, helicopter mom. That's so that's, right. you know, so you have to adjust your communication. Yes. In order to accommodate him. Yes. And not trigger him. So that's, you, you know, know maybe this, that was coming through. This, this accident was karmic anyway, so there was no way to avoid it. The attitude of him moving forward through it. Uh, we'll put out a we'll put out a, an energy that there's some sort of spiritual connection, whatever that broad statement may be, doesn't matter. But it'll be some sort of spiritual connection he makes, and he just sort of starts to shift his gears. He is in in, in karma through the age of 34, so uh, we've got a ways to go there. But we're saying at 28, there's some sort of epiphany or something re- occurs with him. Uh, does he, in fact, currently have a girlfriend, or is he straight or yes. gay? What, what? He has a girlfriend. Well, the Doesn't girlfriend is coming too? in, so she may be of help. She, somehow, the ricochet factor regarding him and her, negative or positive, will end up helping him. Doesn't he have kids too? He has one child, and she has yeah. three children. So um, I'm not sure if it'll work just because they're a little older. But his his son, um, he helps ground him. He's he's good for um, just helping to keep him more in line of being sober. But he's got a ways to go. I, what I'd like to see with him more than anything is him shifting the circle of influence he has around him. Yeah, but that's that he's got to be the one to choose that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a process of, you know, growing up in maturity. And I know there is like a settlement. You were concerned about that and the fact that he may yeah. wander it. I can't remember the details. But, you know, hopefully, you know, as he moves forward, it's good that he moved out, you know. I think that's a positive move. Even if he moves back home, at least there's an there's a effort towards being independent, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Good memory, because yeah, you're, you're remembering well. <laughs> I know it's a significant story, but he's doing well. Yeah. Aside yeah. of the, the, the addiction, that just really it, it concerns me for obvious reasons. But yeah, obviously, especially having children around that and so on. But yes, yes, and, and the mother's abandoned the child, and he has full custody, which is great. It's good, but but. <laughs> 
uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we can, okay. we'll put out prayers for him, okay, Charmaine? And uh, thanks. thanks for giving us that. Can I just put in for the previous caller? It may be the cap. It may be as something as simple as, as his rad cap, or it could be a simple hose, too, but it's probably a cap. They can do that pressure test. Easy, easy. Yeah. Five, six, oh, ten dollars. No. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, All right. Happy you. New Year to you but both, and you. I really appreciate it. And, and I will be calling back, of course. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. All right. That right. makes total sense. Take cap care. with a hose. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's radiated, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Charlene, take care. All right. Blessings. Bye now. Bye. Goodbye. Uh, okay, 661. Hi, you're on the air, 661. Are you there? Oh, hi. It's Leslie, Kristen, and Neil. Hi, Leslie. Leslie and Palmdale. Yeah, how, how's, 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 your, how's your happy new year? Uh, how did the surgery go? Um, uh Oh, on my future son-in-law? Yeah, on your future son-in-law. It went pretty good. It went really great. He's still in the hospital, but uh, it sounded like he did very, very well. The doctors are pleased. Great. Good. Great. Yeah, we talked to um, Carrie on Wednesday. She may have told you. But uh, glad that you at least can check in with us and let us know how things are. Um, What's your birth date again? 12-14-50. Okay. And my question is, I have had a lot of surgeries in my life. It looks like there's another one coming up. And I'm wondering if I have a karma, why is it that I have all of these surgeries that none of them have been at my fault? You know, I've I've never done anything to create the problem that needs the surgery. And I'm just wondering, this will be number 12 for me if I need to have And I'm wondering what's going on. Well, it's interesting because you're born in the 12th month. Right. So, and, you know, that, I mean, that's on the quote-unquote karmic side of your birth date. So you're having your 12th surgery. Um, right. Uh, and so you're saying there's nothing you've done to create the problems that you right. have. Right. Well, you know, when we go back to, you're saying karma. Now, if we go back in time, still going, and the theme of going back in time, but prior to karma, around the age of seven or eight, do you recall any incident in your life that was dramatic or? Oh, well, um, I was being molested as a child, yes. Oh, but it's dramatic. So at seven or eight, you were being molested by a child as a child by the perpetrator who was the perpetrator it was my father and was this severe molestation i'm sorry was it like heavy duty stuff yeah okay so it started before it started before my memory yeah 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 so by going there and tracing some drama over there, we're getting into the vibrational cord of a karma. Uh-huh. And that karma probably was a result of you being a perpetrator in a former lifetime and going through the process of reducing that karma. First, by being a victim, receiving uh-huh. what you put out, and then by uh, going through these 12 surgeries. Now, the oh. surgery, yeah. 
so it's coming from a karma. But I believe that part of the karma, if we go back into, let's get in the time machine, go back before you were born, uh-huh. somehow the storyline of your karma resulted in you doing a gunshot to somebody's stomach. Oh, so this wow. Is, this is strange because do you remember the reading with Carrie? No. <laughs> the reading with Carrie, you, uh, you know, I identified the the area where he was having surgery. Remember, I said mm-hmm. stomach. And then you went on to say he was shot in the stomach in a past life. Oh, I did? I did Yeah, remember. so this is strange because... Oh. Well, then it's fresh news for me because I don't... I you don't remember, remember, but you said that, but, to her, that that's what his karma, as far as the surgery that he's yeah. going through, is coming from. So there's oh, something and- to do with gunshot in the past life. But because it became sexual, you probably, in, the, in that past life, you were a man and you were nasty. Oh, Wow. I hate well, to hear that. Well, <laughs> Leslie, we all Leslie. have karma, Leslie. That's where we're back. On the I, I know, I know. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad in a sense that I'm paying back whatever it is that I, That's you right. know. That's right. Do you, you see any more back. for me after number Probably twelve? Probably not. Probably not. The the there's a possibility could go into fourteen surgeries, but let's yeah. not go there. There's there could be a stop at twelve, uh-huh. thirteen, fourteen, possibly. But um, it might just stop at 12. Uh, who around you is born in March? It's Carrie. Isn't it? No, Carrie's June. It's June. Who is born in March? March. Who's born March around you? Think. I can't think of anybody born in March. No, well, she carries a three, though. That's what it was. Well, you know. March is the third month. March, um, March. Any anniversaries in March? Anything important in March? No. No. Okay. No. So we're looking at this March. Okay. Then the then the journey is about this coming March. That it's not a birthday. It's it's about this coming up March. Oh, maybe that so might you, be a three or something. Uh, well, I don't know. Something's going to happen in March, but probably good. Um, okay. You have you do you have any surgeries coming up, or you've done them now? The 12. Uh, I have done 11 surgeries, and uh, I just ha- I've had a lot of back problems, and I just got word that I need to go find a spa- spinal specialist quick. That I've got some uh, some really bad issues back there, and it sounds like it's something that's going to need a surgery. And I said, Oh, here we go again. Um, so that would be number 12. But so the, the surgeries have not all been on your back. They've been other surgeries, no. right? None other everywhere. surgeries. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere? Well, yeah. Well, when do you have a schedule for the doctor? Uh, I don't. I have to choose the doctor. Um, I've okay, got a list. Okay, so that might be the March date. Oh, okay. So let's oh. go with the premise that that's the March date. Or and let's go with the premise that you can we can avoid the surgery. That's what see. That's where I was going to say too, because with back it's so, gosh, back surgery can be complicated. so complicated. Have I you um, have you seen any any alternative specialists at all? Um, I have. I actually had a test. It's called an EMG, uh, uh-huh. with the the uh, how the nerve is conducting down. Uh, from the top to the back, through the back, and yeah. uh, came back that it is uh, 
a large sensory polyneuropathy, which causes tingling in my feet. And it sounds to me, from what the doctor told me, get a spinal specialist now. You may have a surgery. So I'm kind of taking it at that. You know, there are alternatives. Like, I'm not a big chiropractic person, but um, upper cervical chiropractic, I would just look into it and see if there's any kind of upper cervical chiropractic doctor and get a second opinion because surgery is so invasive. And the upper cervical doctors, I've talked about it on the radio before, they only adjust the, uh, the, the upper spine. And it's very effective in, in um, solving issues affect the entire spine. But they only oh, that, deal with I can check yeah. into that. I have a brother-in-law, yeah. a very good chiropractor, so... Okay. Well, I mean, he's probably a all over the back chiropractor. I'm, in, you know, your choice. Go, go to whoever you trust. But um, look they at the Palmer, Palmer method. Palmer method. Yes. Yeah, that's very good. Okay, Leslie. Well, good luck. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You guys have a happy new year, and I'll keep you informed what's going on. That's oh, great. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. We have someone from a Hi, you're on the air, caller. Hi, this is Mary. Hi, Mary. 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 Yeah. Have we spoken with you before? Uh, maybe years ago when I had more time in my life. <laughs> okay, I feel I like, like I haven't, I haven't been able to listen to you guys for a long time. Okay, I remember. I I don't know if you're the Mary that I'm thinking of. What's your birthday? Where are you calling from? Uh, Minnesota, 6865. Okay. Are you still cooking with a lot of time, or did you kind of give that up? Yeah, I'm not a a good cook. I'm a good (laughs) baker, but I'm not a good cook. No, you said said when I had more time on my hands, so I was making a joke. That joke. Oh, No, so so my thing is I um, used to have more time because I didn't work full-time, and now I'm almost full-time doing a job I didn't plan to have. And I think I'm I'm calling to see, um, I feel like there's a purpose to my job beyond just your normal purpose. I feel like there's a calling. I became almost instantly a nanny, um, and I have worked with two little girls, and we have this great connection and at one point, somebody said, I'm there because I'm intuitive to be with the child. But now there's two. I almost feel like the second child is the more intuitive. And I'm wondering if you can give me a little guidance on um, what you see I'm supposed to be helping them with. Well, and what, are the child, what are the children's birthdays? Do you have those available? Oh, uh, I don't probably off the top of my head. One is July 17th. And she's two, and the other one I want to say is March 23rd. So she would have been born in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other one is 323. And you don't. And have she? And she's not even. She's not even one. So it would have been in 2021. 2021. Okay. And you're saying the <laughs> the younger one's more intuitive than the older. And she's not even I feel one. like like she Funny. looks into my eyes, and when I say, I see her soul, she just like lights up as if she really knows what I'm saying. 
So I feel like there's this, I, I didn't expect to have a connection that way with the second one like I did the first, um, but I feel like she really knows something's going on. Well, um, you know, she just could be responding to your face. When you, I, don't, I don't really believe that, that, I mean, a child can be miraculous or there's a lot of old souls and children and there's all kinds of things that go on. We're not dismissing that premise. But uh, and we're not trying to subtract from any experience you're personally having with these two kids. There's a reason that you are involved with them. There's some kind of karmic connection. It 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 could be the result of either a past life connection to these babies, or it could okay. be if there was any in this lifetime a loss of a child on your part through abortion or miscarriage, miscarriage anything like that. Anything like that going on? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, long time ago, but yeah, that's interesting. Long time ago, did you have an abortion or a miscarriage? Yes, like um, maybe thirty, no, probably twenty-five years ago. Yeah, but that's important. So, what what was an abortion or miscarriage? Abortion. And how many have you had? A uh, two. So you see these two, two abortions are now coming oh. back. Children. So the souls of those children may have been incorporated, may have resolved, Re- you know, come back, back into, in, into in new bodies. Oh, that's, that's interesting, yeah, because it was a job that I didn't plan for in a matter of days. I had this job, and everybody's going like, what, you're a nanny? And I was like, yeah, I'm a nanny. And we're, it's, it's a good job, although it takes more time than I wanted to. But it's good because I feel like there was some purpose to it other than, oh, you have a job. It feels like a deeper purpose, so maybe that's no, that's is. helpful because I keep trying to figure out yeah. what that perp- what this is all about. Our theory is that these two babies were the their previous their souls were the aborted uh, oh. were, were, were the, the, the two abortions. They came back into perhaps a living home, more security than whatever. But you've come back to reconnect with them. And it's all good karma. There's nothing here to be worried about. Oh, no, yeah, I wasn't worried. I just more wanted to figure out, like, what that karma was about. But that's really helpful, actually. That answers the question. I mean, that answers the question. See, you have an interesting interesting energy. You have a a 6-8 in your first two numbers. Then your day and your year has an 8-6. You have a 65 in your year, and your first and last number is a 65. Oh, her. So uh, you have all these combinations that are similar, and that can result, again, numerically speaking, in the result of what we're just trying to describe to you. It's all coded. Nice. And I was born at 444 as well, so that's another time I have repeating numbers as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there we go again, and that's a 12. But the, uh, and there's a 12 in your higher year. But but the baby laughing at you is probably just laughing because it, the soul recognizes your soul. You could probably say, do you like vanilla ice cream? And the baby would laugh, smile. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because, you know, both kids, when I leave, they just, like, cry when I leave. It's wonderful. Oh, wow. They'll cry when I leave. And I keep going, like, this is crazy. Like, you know, you hand the baby back to the mom, and she's, like, reaching back, and the mom's going, like, great. And I, I don't well, do that, but I, maybe that is that connection. 
what you do, Mary, with your eyes and in silent dialogue with your eyes, you look at these babies and say, I'm so glad you're back and I love you and you're going to have a great life and we're connected. That is wonderful. So you do that and things will go well, I'm sure. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, you're welcome. You're welcome, Mary. Thank you. Okay, take care. You too, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, we've got three more callers in 22 minutes, so we're going to try to get through quickly. Kate, hi. 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 Okay. Yeah, so I'm looking for a place, so cut to the quick, and I would like um, just like a six-month lease or a month-to-month lease. Yeah, I was thinking about you this morning because I knew you were going to call. Um, yeah. And you're, the fact that you're kind of like without furnishings, um, right. you know, makes, you know, points in a direction that suggests maybe you should get another room somewhere for a short term yeah. or something furnished. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything furnished mm-hmm. in your area or so your next stop is going to be somewhat temporary, I'm assuming, because of the short term nature, six like a short lease. And then you can make a more final decision about where you want to live permanently. Yeah, in a couple months, um, when the snow melts, yeah, if I want to get a more permanent place, I can get all my furniture out of storage and et cetera. And there's no way to talk to your current roommate and extend at all. I don't want to. It's you too. Don't want to. I don't want to live in tension for two more months, and it's understandable. Yeah, it's for my emotional health. I it's. Uh, I want to. Yeah. Get okay. a more peaceful yeah. atmosphere. And so, is there anything that you found so far that would fit either category? A room in someone's home that you could, you know, have limited furnishings or, or yeah, a furnished um, apartment. Yeah. Yeah, I found I'm going to this weekend go look at some places. And and even um, because it's winter and there aren't a lot of tourists, even Airbnb, so people who have a furnished um, room or a furnished, um, like, basement that usually rent on Airbnb, they rent monthly in the wintertime. So then everything would be would be there. That's another it, option I'm looking at. Is it a lot more expensive to do it that way, or is not it really? Just- surprisingly, um, no. Surprisingly, I can get a month for under a thousand dollars. Probably because it's low season and people aren't. They exactly, have to- it's very. It's like cut. It prices are cut in half almost. And you may be able. I mean, it may be a better situation in Airbnb than having to come go into someone else's home and live and adjust to their habits. Uh huh. So you can have your own yeah, it's private. Yeah, I do have, but, but I do have boxes. You know what I mean? I do, I do have things. I have a truckload of things I moved here with, even if it's not furniture. So it has to be also a space that I can put boxes of things and suitcases. Well, well an Airbnb, though, is going to be likely a larger rental than something like an apartment, I would imagine. You know, like a not six, really apartment. It could it, be a, it, it, a full apartment is too expensive. That's not worth it. 
but it, the smaller ones are it's not a lot of space. But the Airbnbs, so are they apartments on Airbnbs or homes? It is everything. Like- a room in a house, uh, your own house, your own apartment. It's it's all the options. Well, that's what I'm thinking, though. At your own house, if it's an affordable rental, then you're going to have room. It's not. No, for your that would not be affordable to rent a house. So that's not affordable. But you're saying, well, you said it was an option. So it's not an option to get a house. So you're, you're asking saying, me what Airbnb has, and that's what I was telling well, you. I'm, well, I'm asking what, what options on Airbnb will fit your budget. So what options on Airbnb will fit your budget? Well, that's, um, that's really, I know all that stuff. I've, I've done all the research on that. I'm curious more about what is the karma with this roommate? Like, why would I come here? Why did it happen that I, it, everything seemed great when I got here, and now it's changing quicker well, than I imagined. What's your birthday again? Um, 9-22-67. No, not yours, hers. I have no idea. <laughs> Well, well, you, you see what what's happening is when you have when you can have karma with somebody and it can start off good because you're working through the months or years of being with that person in a former lifetime and then something is because you start uh-huh. from scratch again and then you get to an area where there's an altercation or there's a disagreement or something comes in and so the karma has a split duality in it. It's not to also mention the fact that this person had another party involved in the situation that she threw into the conversation to uh, sort of prompt you to get out, and it became rather negative. So this is the result of conflict in relationship. You have to go back to this lifetime and start to figure out where your first conflicts occurred. Was it between mother and father, siblings, schoolmates? And then you trace that energy, Kate, in such a way that you start to put the puzzle together. But I think, I'm not sure, I can't recall, were your parents divorced or was there trouble in the family? Um, they were from the generation that you don't get divorced. Uh, yeah, they, um, the last, their last years, they, um, it was like living separately. You know, they always stayed yeah. together, but it, they were more like roommates, you know. See, that's where the, that's where the root, we're pulling on the root. <laughs> and so you, you experienced that somehow in the household as a uh-huh. third party, and that's where the stuff starts. It, if we go back uh-huh. into, the, into the former life, you were divorced in another lifetime. This woman that you're living with, what? Well, I remember past reading, but go ahead. Well, this woman that yeah. you're living with uh, might have been a man. There might have been yeah. a heterosexual relationship. They come back and formulate a different sexuality, but the past life involves something more heterosexual in content and and unison. So then that division occurs. There's also going to be attitudes of, you know, who stole my money, accusing people of something that didn't occur. There's going to be this paranoia that somehow slips in somewhere in your lifetime through the fabric of your lifetime. There might have been false accusations presented against you on some occasions, if not with this particular individual. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I actually, I remembered now a different um, show when I had a different, you were brothers 
in a li- another lifetime, and she was. Oh, I, I, I remember. I, yeah, I remember something about a family. I mean, the whole the whole process of you moving into her home is is connected to a past life where there is a, a, a family dynamic, a family energy, a family connection between you and this person. And again, I'm going to go back to when you told us you were moving and making that dramatic change. And we already saw the possibility of her being difficult as a roommate. So that was something that was mentioned when you decide to make that move. Unfortunately, that came to fruition. But um, anyway, there's nothing yeah, you there's can do now. You just got to move line. forward. I mean, you had a past life. There was some division in that past life. It might have been half and half. There was something good, then something turned sour. The other person coming in complicates the situation. But it has to do with your troubled turmoil throughout your lifetime with in any form of relationship and and that's traced back to a former past life that's where it's coming from uh uh-huh. yeah but but you so know you do you, you still see stuff. that do you still see that this city is good for you know a place right to be and i'm now i'm doubting if i will be here long-term or I'm thinking well, it's an option to, if I have to move, yeah. I might, I could just move again. I mean, are you, what are your choices? I mean, would you move back to San Francisco? Would you move back to your hometown or stay there or move somewhere else? Yeah. Like anywhere. It's open. Yeah. I could. I mean, if you're doing a six month on a trial basis and you're staying in this area for six months and you're not yeah. committed to a long-term, um, long-term rental commitment, then feel it out and you can make that decision. I mean, you know, it's a creative decision. It's not like a destiny that you're going to stay there or leave. Um, You know, feel it out and see if you like it there. If you don't move when it's warmer and you can gather your possessions and try somewhere else. You know, yep. your, the attitude of you moving it will be a certain, a certain kind of energy current. It could, could pull you out. I don't think there's any deliberate karma for you to leave, but the currents uh-huh. may, may, may have different outlets where you'll be given a choice. That yeah. might be. So it's not mandatory that you move out of your area, but the, but the energy field may come in in such a way that you're given options, and then you should probably contact right. us. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what the spring holds. Yeah, I would say that. We have to move on to other callers, but um, good luck. Okay, thank you. Yeah, we've got very little time and still several people in the queue. Hi, 270. Did you? Hello. Do we already? My name is Joy. <laughs> okay, no, Joy. Hi. Yeah, I think we've talked to you before, Joy. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Can you remind my us of your birthday? Is um, she... yes, my birthday is August twenty fourth, nineteen eighty. Eighty. Hmm. Fourteen. Twenty four. No, she's not a nine. Twenty four. Thirty two. Is that right? Yeah. 8, 9, 10, 14, 24. Yeah. 
Okay. So you're not who I was thinking you are. Where are you located? Campbellsville, Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay. And what's your question, Joy? Okay. Um, there is an arts and crafts fair in my town that I live in. I make okay. candles and I signed on to be a vendor for the first time. I'm kind okay. of wondering how you see that going. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, I'm seeing this you this thick candle. It's not a little thin candle. It's a thick candle. It sort of drips right. down. There yeah. seems to be glitter on it. It looks kind of purple or light purple. Um, <laughs> first of all, I'm seeing that. Does that can I know it's a you said candle. I'm describing a candle, but does that make any sense? Um, I make my own jars out of concrete, so they are thick. Because these look like thick, thick, mm-hmm. thick candles. Uh, you said your name is Joy. Now, in your lifetime, anywhere, anywhere, anywhere in your lifetime, did you know anyone named Judy or Judith? Um, Judy, yes. I know Judy. And just describe Judy in 20 seconds. Um, she's a distant relative, older, we're not really close, uh, just different for me. <laughs> okay, so this fair that you're going to is a karmic energy. It's karmic. Okay. Tribal. It's tribal and karmic, and it goes back to the Renaissance. Okay. And so what's going to happen is you're, you have a booth or something, you're going to, you're, so if we look at... Is it a failure? Is it is it is it a moderate success or is it a great success? Mm-hmm. You're just going to be in the moderate, moderate. plus success level okay. to where like two three hundred dollars. There's some that figures rolling around. Don't worry, it may not stick. But there's something. Mm-hmm. How how much is one candle? I'm seeing like thirty six dollars. But how much is one candle? Um, I'm thinking twenty twenty five. Okay. So do you, would you have a candle that could – have you ever made a candle that would amount to $36? I haven't, but I could. <laughs> what? She says she hasn't, but she could. Okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> if, 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 uh, do you have, like, 30 candles? How many candles will you have in your booth? Um, I've thought about taking 50 or more. Okay, so you, sure might have sell, you could sell 30. Is it a two-day, three-day event? One day. One day. Does mm-hmm. it, is it, so you're, it's an arts and crafts fair. Does, is it a recurring event, though? Um, no, this would be my first time. It'll be at elementary school. <laughs> I understand it's a, your first time, but I'm saying, does the, is the event like a yearly, annual event that they have, or okay. is it like a brand new? I'm not really I think it's new. I'm not really sure. Okay. Okay. And so do you have a, a name for your company? Do you, do you just sell? Yes. Are you in, what's the name? I'm calling it Transcending Joy. That's a, what's it called? Transcending Joy. Transcending Joy. That's a nice, oh. nice mm-hmm. title. Well, you know, if, you. if, if you, if it's $25 and we're saying 200 bucks right there, that's uh, eight candles. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, and uh, there's an eight in your month. There's an eight in your year. What's, let's go with that first, and then not stop there. But let's use that as our baseline what's, figure. What's your cost for making like a twenty-five dollar candle? 
Um, I haven't figured it out. It's so cheap when I'm working with cement. So I know I'm like charging more, but um, I would yeah, my, say less than five dollars. Yeah, so you got, you know, it's a good idea to figure out what your what your margins are, what you're investing, and what your profit is. Um, so you can get a better idea of what you're, especially if you're starting to branch out and go to fairs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be a good deal, uh, you know, and uh, we're going to look at it in a progressive way. We'll look at it in terms of you selling candles and making some profit. How much does it cost to have a booth? $50. Okay. So, so fifty dollars and fifty and fifty candles. Hmm, interesting. So, uh, well, let's look at it that way, okay? And what's the date of the event? February fifth. That's huh. So that's so the twenty-five dollars, and she's the yeah. yeah. It's your car. It's your master number times two, but she's also saying twenty-five dollars <laughs> is what yeah. she calls a candle for. Interesting too, Joy. You're going to be going through a change, so you're. Your karmic number is 32, and you'll be in your second cycle beyond your master number at the age of 42, which you're coming up on this year, right? You're 41 right now? Mm -hmm. And that's your inverted day. You're born on the 24th, but you'll be 42 when your second cycle beyond your master number, so there should be a change going on. Do you do any other work besides uh, this candle business? Yes, I work at Amazon, but I so want to leave it. <laughs> okay, so maybe, you know, maybe this will be the time that you can start building your business. And uh, obviously, this is something you want to do full time rather than have this uh, Amazon job, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so, you know, that's what we'll put out. We think it's going to happen. Energy. So let's, let's get back to us. So let us know. How much? How many you sell, and so we can calculate what's going on. I will. Thank you both. <laughs> okay, you're welcome. Good luck. Thank you. Okay, we've got another caller from I don't know where. Hi, block number. You're on the air. Are you there, caller? Okay. Last chance. He's wandering around in their house, not listening. Okay. Um, hi. We've got about four minutes here. Hi, Neil. Um, and Kristen, this is Patricia. I think I just may have to call you guys back. This is, is heavy stuff. And um, Is this about uh, your daughter? It's about Reginald, the ex who showed up at my house yesterday um, and left a message on my car. I mean, I can't get rid of this guy. I I don't know if he's lost his mind or what's going on with him. I was hoping you guys could tell me. But um, I'll just call the show again. Um, You're on again. Are you on? No. Will it be Monday? Wednesday. 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 So Reginald is which guy, real quick? Because there was a barber uh, and there was a preacher. Or not the preacher. Oh, he was the guy who preached. There was a barber and someone else. Reginald is the ex from four years ago. Oh, okay. That just 
Yeah, that won't go away. The 22863. 2863. All right. Okay. And your birthday again, Patricia? So do we just have it? Two. Yeah, you're a 28101, but he's got your day. Huh? Yeah, but she's a 28101. She's a 28101. He's born the 28th. You know, you can always call us personally if you want. That's up to you. But if you want to. I I wanted to ask. I I don't know if you. uh, Yeah, I need to see. Um, can I call you guys like right now and see if I'm able to afford um, yeah, well, you guys for about 30 minutes? Why don't you give us a call as soon as the show's over? Do you know the number? Yeah. Is that the five? I was trying to look it up. Is this the five seven eight one eight number? Five six two five nine seven eight. Okay. Seven eight one eight. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm gonna give you guys a call, please. Yes. All right. Thank you. Okay, take care. All right. Okay, we are out of time. And back on the air Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you then. Okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.